welcome to your most visionary life. On this weekly podcast, I sit down with visionary humans and ask them the one question that you probably want to know the answer to. How did they create, launch, and scale up the business of their dreams? My name is Kelsey Rydell, and I am the founder of Visionary Life and The Visionary Method. The intention behind all of our content is simple, and that is to plug you into the people, inspiration, and information that will help you create your own most visionary life. As you begin to listen to the episodes, you'll discover one obvious and common thread, and that's that we all have a little bit of visionary inside of us, but perhaps somewhere along the line, someone told you to play small, to play safe, and that led you to live an ordinary life. This show is going to help you consciously create a life you love on your own terms. It's in you. It's in all of us. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the show. And today I have another very exciting episode for you as always, but we are doing another edition of Kelsey and Dave. So I'm bringing my husband on the show. We recorded this conversation last night on a Wednesday evening. Dave had gotten off work early and it was a beautiful day outside. And we just thought, what the heck, let's go for it. Got lots of feedback on the last time he was on the Visionary Life podcast, and it's great to be able to record these conversations for you where we chat about life and how we're managing our relationship and how Dave manages his full-time job and his hobbies. And um, we get into a little bit more about the program that I'm relaunching, the Visionary Method, which you've probably heard me talk about quite a lot. So that's what this episode is all about. So if you liked the last time Dave was on the show, I'm 100% certain you're going to love this time as well. We just get raw and real and we're just having a conversation. And so if you love these episodes, please let me know and I'll try to bring Dave back on the show sometime soon. I want to give a shout out to Healthy Planet today for sponsoring today's show. I'm so appreciative of the team that works hard at Healthy Planet to bring health to more people. And right now they are in so many cities across Ontario, if you live here in Ontario, Canada, and there's probably a Healthy Planet near you. So go check them out for the best selection in all your natural foods and products, as well as supplements. And if you don't have a Healthy Planet near you, you can absolutely go shop online at Healthy Planet Canada, okay? Right now, top of mind, are things like natural sunscreen. If you're going to be slathering that stuff all over your skin during June and July and August, I would highly suggest grabbing a brand like Green Beaver or Derma E. They make such incredible sunscreens and it's a great alternative to those aerosol spray cans that sometimes contain some of the nasty stuff that we do not want to be absorbing into our skin, right? And so Healthy Planet has been a supporter of the show for the last month or so. So show them some love. They help me to keep the lights on around here at Visionary HQ. And I'm super grateful for all that they do to bring more health to the world. All right. So before we dive into today's episode, I just want to read a piece of a quote or a testimonial rather of a former student that actually graduated from the Visionary Method back in 2018. And her name is Rebecca Rose Wall, and she has created a beautiful brand and podcast and business, The Strive for More. And I'm just so proud of the transition that she's made. She was actually a past podcast guest. So you can scroll back in the newsfeed to check 
check out my episode with Rebecca, but I was creating the landing page for the Visionary Method Summer School, and I was adding in some testimonials that I had, and here jumped out a piece of Rebecca's testimonial that said, this program has changed my life, and moving forward, I know that I am a better business owner because of the Visionary Method. I don't know if I ever caught that when she first emailed me that testimonial many, many months ago, but that made me really think that the job description that I get to say that I have, the one that I've accepted to be true of the work that I do as a business coach, is that I'm in the business of helping people change their life. And truthfully, they do all the work, but I am the one that gets to coach them, support them with the necessary tools, and show them that it's possible to self-teach and learn anything you want. If you are admiring someone's business from afar, you can do it. There's no reason to think that you can't because we live in a day and age where the answers are free. The opportunities are endless and your potential is so, so limitless. And I'm so grateful that I've been now able to work with over 100 clients and students to help bring their dreams into reality. And I really do know that for certain We are all wildly capable of changing our life at any point. If you're unhappy right now, you can change it. If you hate your job, you can change it. If you want another income stream, you can do that. If you want to leave your current situation of part-time work or full-time work, you can do that. And if you want to get crystal clear on how to simplify or scale up an idea that you have or a current business, you can do that and you can use the visionary method to do so. So with summer school launching just one week from today, if you're listening to this when it comes out, I just want you to know that I am only accepting six students for the summer. I want us to be a tight knit, close community, and I don't want to feel overwhelmed with accepting any more than that because I want this to be a cozy experience where we work together diligently, yet still having fun and enjoying our summer. And so I will be your accountability partner. I'm going to show you the way. I'm going to really lay out the path to success with all the tools, the workbooks, the videos, and the audio trainings. And if you want to see a calendar of how we're going to make this so digestible for the summer, because I, you're, we're all going to enjoy our summer, okay? There's no need to be indoors. This is work that you can do poolside while you're dreaming big, while you're living your most visionary life. But the important part is that you do it and that you show up for yourself 20 minutes a day, 30 minutes a day. That's it. And it's so possible. I know that because I am busy and I am in a course right now and I'm finding time. I've mapped it out in a way that makes it accessible. So you can hit the link in my bio. You can head over to KelseyRidal.com to find out all of the information on summer school. If you do go to KelseyRidal.com, just click the visionary method along the header, and that's going to bring you to the page where all of your questions will be answered. And you can actually sign up straight from there as well. So uh, I think we are ready to dive into this week's episode with Dave. I know you're going to enjoy it, uh, but please reach out if you do. And I can't wait to connect with you. Bye, guys. 
All right. So we are doing a late night session of Visionary Life recording. I am Game Tape Sessions. Uh, Hopefully you all listened to Dave's podcast after we plugged it on his last episode. And maybe we'll get an update if we're lucky. But yeah, I wanted Dave to come back on the podcast. We got great feedback on his last couple episodes. And it's a great way for us to just connect and hang out because we're so busy during the week that we kind of barely see each other, right? Yeah, it's it is kind of crazy. It is kind of weird. So do you want to start by giving us an update on how your work's going with your full time job? And then maybe we can segue into your hobbies and see where they've kind of evolved to. Let's go. Work's been good and busy. So yeah, I only said that because you've been working long hours. And I know it's been tough. So yeah, it has been it's been but it's been good. So I'll segue right into the drone stuff because it hasn't probably isn't escalated as fast as I'd liked it to, but that's because I have been so busy. Um, uh, Everybody's got excuses and that one's mine. So I'm sticking to it. No, but I actually think that's kind of a cool topic to be on because most people are in your exact situation. They're working a full-time gig Mm -hmm. and they have a hobby that they would love to be pouring more of their energy into, but it's tough, right? Because you come home from work and you're yeah, kind of exhausted. Like, oh, hello, Abby. Uh, our ske- or my schedule's been get up at about 5.45, or sorry, alarm goes off at 5.45. Mm-hmm. I get up, if I can make myself a smoothie, that's great. I try to get some healthy Oh, who'd you learn that habit from? I don't know, <laughs> yes. No, but it's, it's even, it goes beyond your hobbies and your hustles and whatever it's it's like making sure you get the right nutrition which kind of leads to that stuff and that's been a battle too mm-hmm. but i digress where were we um so i've been getting up at around 5 45 leaving the house by 6 30 at the latest and then i've been getting home around 7 30 or 8 at night so by the time i get home uh you've been good with walking abby which has been awesome but i've, I've i'd like to contribute abby's right our to. dog for anyone who's not familiar yeah we don't we don't uh yeah, I guess that makes sense. Um, <laughs> so I'll, I'll get home and I'll jump in the shower or have a bath and just rest like I'm tired. And then honestly, it's mm-hmm. have some dinner and go to bed. Like that's been the routine for the last couple of weeks for me, which has been tough to transition my focus to my hobbies. I still have found ways to you know, play hockey and volleyball and do those things, which is awesome. But um, we were talking earlier today, you learn to value your time like you would have never believed before. Like I was sitting here, I got off work early today and I came home and it was like, edit one of my podcasts, look at some of uh, the footage I'd taken that I'll get to in a second. And as soon as I caught myself jumping on, uh, jumping on Reddit and it was like, oh, no, 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 I don't, I don't have time for this. Like mm-hmm. I, I have to do something else. Like my time is so much more valuable than it's ever been. Um, and it's good that I, I feel like I have other hobbies and I have other opportunities but it's utilizing that time is just I mean if if I didn't utilize it tonight I don't know when you get you get an opportunity like that again Mm -hmm. until the weekend yeah it definitely brings me back to the times too when I was working a full-time job and was feeling unhappy and I had to really figure out when was I going to fit in building my side hustle or growing what my passions were because 
I was too tired by the end of the day. And so for me, it ended up being getting up early. Uh, Not that that works for everybody, but it's challenging. And I, I totally feel you on that. And I think that that's something that it takes time to figure out how am I going to prioritize what I love, but still make money from my full-time gig. And I get that from my clients all the time. So it really does help me to just relate back to how they feel. So the beauty of not being a business owner, I guess, is that I didn't have to file a complicated tax return this year. And (laughs) well, it kind of leads into um, where I purchase my next purchase so i had a healthier tax return because i made some good decisions i like are you telling me that mine was unhealthy no they're just different at times (laughs) i got money back you yours was in the positive mine was severely owing but i mean i owe my taxes throughout the year it's just it works out the same but sorry but um with my tax return i was able to buy this beautiful 4k camera that i've been dreaming of um, and now I have a high end 4k drone and a 4k camera and it's like, what are you going to do with it? The investments made <laughs> pressures on. Oh, but I love that you took the first step in making your dreams a reality, right? Yeah. You didn't. And yes, you contemplated this camera for a little bit, mm-hmm. but if you never bought the dang thing, how would you ever practice? <laughs> Dave's laughing at me now. <laughs> you never bought the dang if thing. you never bought the dang thing, <laughs> I just brought myself back like 20 years. Yeah. But that is the first step. You need to invest in the equipment. I think we talked about yeah. this on the first podcast, but I just yeah, think that did. shows a, a really positive sign that you're going to make this work. You're going to recoup that investment Mm -hmm. because you've poured in a few thousand dollars into this idea, this vision, and there's commitment on the line. And we've, oh God, there's actually so much to talk about. I just realized maybe we don't talk that often. So many updates. We need to talk to the podcast fans (laughs) more often. Yes. So on Sunday, this is uh, the Game Tape Sessions podcast listeners will know, I decided to hop on the streetcar and head downtown to go see the madness at Jurassic Park, which is where thousands and thousands of people congregated to watch the Raptors game two, right out front of the AC or Scotiabank center. Sorry. And I knew it was going to be wild and crazy, but I was so excited not just to go down to view it, but I'm like, I want to test this camera out and document it. And, you know, I want to start my own Instagram page for the podcast. Like, I don't know how that's going to tie in together, but I'm like, content is king. Ooh. push content so i was like Look at you becoming a marketing expert well i don't know yeah. who'd you hear that learn from? from the best so <laughs> me, i just right yeah <laughs> so i decided to take it with me and it was awesome like i got a ton of really good stuff and i'm sitting down now uploading it all to my computer and going through it and scraping my jaw off the floor like mm-hmm. not i'm not the greatest videographer in the world i'm, I'm learning but i mean i've done it for long enough but this camera is like it's insane. It's mm-hmm. so, so fun. And sometimes a little financial investment perks your interest again. But I am I think it's a perfect set to be able to tie in the drone and the videography. It's tough to get buy-in from people. But like, if anybody's out there listening... What do you mean it's tough to get buy-in well, from Well, like people? I've talked to a lot of friends and a lot of people who have small businesses. And I'm like, hey, I'll do this for free. Like I'm literally willing to do work for free right now to get content. Absolutely. Which is kind of crazy. Like, And they're saying yes. You know, sure. like I have potentially $5,000 worth of camera gear yeah. with drone You're footage. You're a valuable asset. And I, I'm knowledgeable enough to work, you know, I'm knowledgeable enough to edit the systems, to, to take the video and 
promote it. I can do from bottom to top scratch everything, but I've, it's hard to actually get people to commit. They're so busy with their business Mm -hmm. that, that they put the, for them to put the time and effort to think of what they want out of a video is hard. But I'm like, if from my standpoint, it's Mm -hmm. like, you don't even have to think, let me do it. I'll come, I'll interview you. I'll give you all, I'll give you everything you need for a promotional video for free. And it's crazy how hard it is. It's like pulling teeth to get people to do free work. I'm, I'm kind of shocked. So I'm hoping that. That surprises me, actually. And I, I know that some people are, are just too busy to that's train what it is. others, yeah. right? I think, though, you need to ask more people because it's the law of averages. If you ask 10 people to do a free project, one of them will say yes. And so like, it's about continuing yeah. to offer your services. But. I also think it's admirable that you're you're doing this because mm-hmm. so many people this day and age when they start a business, they're like, yeah, I just want to make a ton of money right away. And oh, no, I don't work for free. But Not in my experience, either. you got to start at the bottom. It brings me back to my days at Vega and, you know, working for one of the top health food companies in sales and marketing for three years I didn't just get that job because I applied to Vega. I got that job because I started at the bottom working as a demo rep Mm -hmm. and I proved myself. And that makes me think about you. If you can offer your services to someone and get some drone footage for them, do a little uh, short video clip for them, you Mm -hmm. offer that for free, your chances of getting hired one day when they have the resources to grow um, their team and hire on an employee, it puts you at this way massive advantage your, your inbox is going to be filled by the end of this episode being like <laughs> so, free work yeah oh, oh yeah, i would love that bring yeah. it on like, i le- need help i am swamped and overwhelmed so if I, anyone I should, wants to support me i should put an asterisk beside this whole free work thing like you know i, I need to get a couple under my belt because yeah i want to prove to people that i can do i can give good quality content um and it'll be a learning experience for myself so i'm, I'm sacrificing that for maybe the first few I've done one or and I've done two already and I think they've turned out great, but I want to get a few more under my belt before I, I feel, I mean, I'm, I'm undervaluing myself. That's the truth. Yeah. But you're, you're still building your confidence, right? Yeah, you yeah. don't want to be charging and maybe launching all sorts of services when you still don't know that you're mm-hmm. capable or have time for all of this. So and I know I'm capable. It's and, and the timing is tricky. I think the biggest thing for me, and it's the same thing with the pot. We just started promoting, which is awesome. But it's uh, like, do you want to plug yourself, no, Dave? No, no. Come on. So visionaries love game tape sessions. <laughs> no, <they don't. laughs> so I, 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 it's been like, you know, just like dipping your toe in, which is maybe normal. Like you're always like, just go right in and go do it. It's like, yeah, but I'm kind of scared. I like, know. I don't I don't want to go ahead, like just full on ass over tea kettle and just go right in there. It's ner- it's it's That's scary. A weird expression. Yeah, well, Google it. I, I don't know if that makes sense, but oh. I'll show it to you later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not a video. Oh, now this is explicit. <laughs> is it? Dave? Now I have to mark it as explicit. Oh, we can edit that out. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Now I feel bad. <laughs> Anyways, I feel as though you are the perfect candidate for the visionary method. Shameless plug. And I know. this is funny because as most of my listeners know, I'm coming into the next launch of the visionary method. And so I kind of wanted to sit down and record this episode mainly because I see the entrepreneurial spirit in you. And I feel like 
you have so many hobbies that you're really good at that I always say to you, yeah. hey, when are you going to monetize that? And I know you get frustrated sometimes because yeah. you, you kind of say, you know, I'm not in this to monetize it right away. Or I'll look at you and say, hey, you should be promoting that um, more so than you do. And you're like, no, we're just doing it out of enjoyment right now. Like I'm not looking to start right. hosting Facebook ads but or a lot of throw out my website, but I have this burning desire because of what I do for work in coaching and teaching the visionary method that I created, which is my 90 day business coaching program. I see potential in people. And I think that's just an innate thing that I have mm -hmm. is that I want to see you turn that into an income stream. It's, it's sad because I know because of hanging around with you so much and you're you do encourage people a lot, which is awesome. I know I can do it and I know it's possible. And like, it's, it's not like, it's not even, I don't even think it's that hard. I'm just, I'm just nervous. Mm -hmm. That's it. Like, I'm like, I, I'm not, I'm not nervous. That's not going to work out. I don't know what I'm nervous about. It's like putting yourself out there to me scares the, if I can swear S out of me. Is that my, Oh, swear. by the way, just while Kelsey was speaking there. So I don't get embarrassed later. Uh, can I, can I can go I, for it? Ass over tea kettle. I've got is it that up here. a real expression also is referred to as head over heels. Yeah, I know that expression. I don't know. Ass over tea kettle. I don't know that. Yeah. Can you search the origin of that? I will search. The I feel like we're it. on Joe Rogan right now where he's like, yo, Google that. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll get oh, back to it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> whoa okay we'll get back this to is it. getting into like porn territory no it's not it, it's probably some old english like terms speaking of porn i just listened <laughs> to <laughs> you listen to porn i just listened to one of my favorite podcasts the skinny confidential and they interviewed the highest paid legal sex worker in the u.s oh did you know that in reno nevada sex work is legal no i didn't so know. you can pay for sex totally fine they have the bunny ranch and they have all these spinoffs and they interviewed alice little who is yeah the highest paid legal sex worker and she talks about how important it is for sex work to be legal so that there's yeah. not shady stuff and pimping of women who don't want it really fascinating so it takes the it, i mean i don't have a hard stance on it but it takes the um that illegal it's it's like legalizing marijuana in a sense like everyone's gonna do it why not have the ability to do it safely that's exactly Sorry, what hold they on. talked about too. Everybody doesn't do that. I mean, like a lot of people smoke weed, but I'm not saying yeah, not everybody's doing illegal <laughs> sex let, work. Let me backtrack. Okay, this one. podcast went from talking about the visionary method to talking about sex work. So, okay, so we're just, all over the map here. Let's reset. <laughs> reset. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Okay, yeah, well, good. I wasn't going to carry that on. Um, so... Anyways, I have this burning fire in me to turn all of your hobbies into a income stream. But sometimes I have to check myself that people can just do things for fun. However, <laughs> <laughs> I think there's so much value in exploring our ideas and our creative hits and our hobbies, which I teach in my idea to income challenge which actually starts, if you're listening to this podcast, it starts tomorrow. So it starts on Monday, June 10th. And this is a challenge where I deliver three workbooks, three live videos, and I help you explore whether your idea can potentially become an income stream. And that's not to say you get to the end of the challenge and say, 
all right, like let's monetize this thing, whether it's a podcast or you want to start a run club, or you've been thinking about teaching people how to um, cook healthy Thai food, or you're a nutritionist that wants to start an online program. I don't care what your idea is. I think it's so important once a quarter, which is how often I teach this, to just sit down and give yourself the time to build this idea out. And then at the end of the challenge, you decide, does this look like something I'm able to tackle? And is it the right time to tackle it? And then after that, I launched the visionary method, which is the perfect segue into hey, you feel confident about this idea. Now let's go through a 90 day program that equips you with every single tool that you will need in order to get this business launched successfully. But going back to what you say about the fact that there's this barrier of fear, I'm not shocked to hear that at all. Because if you join my business coaching Facebook group, I ask you joining questions and I have an Excel document where I I track all the answers that people get Mm. or that people give. And the number one thing that says, and I ask, what is your biggest challenge in your business right now? I would say 40% or 50% of people say fear or worry of judgment or unsure of myself or lack of confidence. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I mean, I don't think that's like, it's crazy. It's not shocking, I know, but. Yeah, I mean, that's probably some of the negative aspects of like the overarching problem with social media, not from a marketing standpoint, just Mm -hmm. from like a people not trusting themselves. The comparison syndrome. Yeah, like it's, it's, it's uh, from a personal standpoint, like social media is a highlight reel of your life. Right. Which is awesome why like when you share the the lower lighting issues, it's like, I feel like that's starting, you know, it was inevitable that it was going to happen that when social media took off, it was going to be a highlight reel. And it still is, but it's slowly coming back to reality where people, however they share, it's becoming more real life. And I think people appreciate hearing that you're normal and you're a mm-hmm. human and you don't like, you have your ups and your downs and you're not perfect all the time. I don't know. At least I do. I mean, seeing like a highlight reel of somebody is cool, but eventually after a while, you kind of start to realize it's phony. It's not absolutely. It's not real. Because the one quote that I always think of, too, is that um, the quote goes, when you see me thriving in one area of my life, it's probably because another area of my life is suffering. Right. When you see someone who's like, not that I know many people who do this, but they're like, yeah, I'm traveling all over the world and I'm flying private jets and I've got a butler with me. It's like, yeah, but you're probably deeply lonely or getting divorced. I don't know. You know what I mean? They're boasting one area of their life, but that means there's got to be some suffering happening in these other pillars. We started our podcast off by just saying how busy both of us have been, but like the underlying fact of that is, yeah, we're we're both doing very, we're, we're doing good, blah, 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 financially, whatever. But underneath all of that when you when you work a lot is you don't have a lot of this time which is Absolutely. hilarious that we have to get it through podcasting but, but we, it's great for no. content but yeah and we're working right now like yeah. this to me I, I put out a podcast episode every sunday so there's sacrifices right yes we're both doing well in our careers mm-hmm. and we've seen a lot of success in the last 12 months but that doesn't come without some pitfalls and i i'm so happy that you bring that up with the whole social media thing it's no longer the highlight reel. Um, It actually reminds me of a conversation that I had yesterday because 
I was featured on the Next Level Nutrition Biz podcast that uh, someone who I met on Instagram, Stephanie Long, she hosts it. And we talked about what should you be posting on Instagram if you're a business account? Should you share your personal life? Should you, especially if you're a service provider, right? Her and I, or she um, used to be a nutritionist. Same with me. It's like, if you're starting a nutrition business, should you be showing your dog on Instagram? Should you show behind the scenes of you and your husband um, having a drink at the bar? And I think it's it's very much up to the user. But at the same time, I think people like to see that you're a real person yeah. behind the branded business account because Jeez. that's what makes them want to hire you. From a business standpoint, like I don't know if I don't have enough education on this. But like just from a user, when I, what I see, I think it depends who you're targeting because like. Right. Like if you have a professional image to uphold. Right. Like if you're a like a friend of ours is a podiatrist, maybe you don't. You know, Which that, is that, a foot doctor. A, yeah. Yeah. Maybe you. Yeah. Maybe you don't show yourself like. Maybe you're Instagram, drinking. Right. Right. You don't want your you don't want your doctor doing surgery on you. However. A lot of what I teach is that we can all turn our knowledge into a business, right? I've turned my my knowledge of marketing and sales and branding, which I've self-taught a lot of it. I've turned that into a business. But behind the business is me, the teacher, yeah, me, the coach, me, the one that, who created this whole visionary life brand. And so I think it's important in my case to share the behind the scenes stuff because that's when people connect with me. And oftentimes that's when I get the most uh, messages. If I share like I, uh, the other day I shared Dave would kill me if he heard me crunching these carrots oh, right I, now. Yeah, I, I Carrots responded. have nothing to do with my business, but a lot of people message me back saying my boyfriend does the same. My husband does the same. See? He hates Yes. Okay. So that confirms that I chew too loudly. I get it. <laughs> but again, if I was not to have shared that, five people wouldn't have been able to message me. So I I find for for a service based business where you are the face of your business, if you're comfortable sharing a little bit of, of a snapshot into your business, I think it really helps people to just get to know you and makes it feel like mm. you're real and you're like, approachable. I don't. Like social media is like a major part of a lot of marketing aspects for small businesses right now, but it's not everything, right? Like there's more aspects to marketing your business than just social media. And there's no doubt in my mind that that was the purpose originally made for social media. It's like, think of Twitter. Right. Twitter was an inside way to communicate with celebrities and People that you couldn't get in touch with. The amount of people I've contacted through Instagram, just through yeah, direct same. messaging, like like minor celebrities, like broadcasters mm -hmm. that I think are cool to talk to, and they respond back, and you're like, celebrities in your eyes. hilarious. Yeah. yeah, and it's like I can't believe that I'm able to actually. Maybe this is like really small time, but it's 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 cool. It's I just think that's interesting. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that the whole reason I follow those people on Instagram and Twitter and whatever is because I want to see what's really going on. Yeah. If I want to see what's fake or not, no, if the I want post photos, yeah, then I, then I go on, like I, I watch TSN and, and I you'll can, go on their website and I go or, on their website and yeah. I can go like, but if I want to see behind this, I don't know, I guess I'm kind of contradicting myself now, but yeah, mm -hmm. I, I think that social media 
is a behind the scenes look and that's why i love especially it. instagram stories right now like the one thing maybe this is oversharing i can't sometimes i shouldn't say i can't stand but when it's like like those hardcore promotional videos that have no substance to them other than like you know buy this buy this buy this it's it just yeah, kind of like how fast i swipe that or mm-hmm. tap it to the next thing it's like ugh. And you said it best at the beginning of this episode, content is king. Mm. You provide content, and once in a while, you can ask for the sale. You know who does a great job with that stuff? is like uh, some of the outdoor adventure companies, GoPro, Patagonia, whoever. They have these, it's almost like user-end content that they use as their videos for their what do you call that um when you your uh this is bad news feed uh, yeah your news feed you know when you your live vid, not your live videos but your news feed you tap through not yeah your news feed. uh instagram stories 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 Jesus, sorry yeah when you have your stories it's like when you get a good like gopro i think is unbelievable for it because they just have it's fun to watch videos but you're watching it as like a sales pitch it's not like here's a new gopro this is what it does blah 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 it's like i didn't come onto instagram to watch an ad but they have an amazing way of making it fun to watch yeah patagonia like i follow and it's not so curated that you're like this is clearly an ad they're like we want to just seamlessly integrate into what you're already looking at and captivate you within the first like triggering my brain now of like how to make promotional videos for instagram so it's different than on your website because on your website you've brought somebody there and they want i I would imagine they're interesting interested in buying so you're like Mm -hmm. here's my product this is what it can do blah 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 but from a I don't I don't maybe you mix them in. I don't know. You would know better than me. Would you go more behind the scenes heavy with Instagram or you mix it with product and behind the scenes or do you go more product heavy? Yeah, well, I mean, ultimately, people don't exactly shop right from Instagram, if that's what you're talking Mm -hmm. about specifically. Yeah. So you're just using Instagram or Facebook to build trust with them. You want to share so much value that they feel inclined to click over to your website because where are they going to shop? on your website, right? Mm -hmm. But they can't get to know you so well. They can't get that experiential element from your website so much. So I think that's where this content marketing and them captivating you and reminding you with their awesome videos. Hey, next time you think about buying a video camera for sport, we want you to be hit with this ad at just the right time. Then you'll click through the link and ultimately end up purchasing on our site. So are a lot of your listeners from Toronto? Or like, Um, you know, I think because a lot of the podcast guests have been from Toronto. Yes. And the core community is here because I'm here and this is where I started my business, but it's all over. So how about the little nugget I had last night? I went to go pick up. This is totally off topic. Went to go pick up fresh. Yeah. Uh, yeah and if you don't know fresh it's a healthy restaurant that's the most delicious it's like healthy fast food i guess right right yeah not freshy but fresh healthy ish healthy ish yeah Yeah. anyways healthy asterisks it's really good though but they just changed their menu and we got to go look at it again i know i'm I'm actually gonna shed five tears because they took off my favorite menu item mine too and i'm an upset customer and you said you don't know if you're gonna eat back there well the only reason i said that is the prices seem to double yeah it's just it's really expensive but uh but that was something for me i was interested in like there's such a like a menu change is a big deal for a restaurant I don't follow them on Instagram or anything, but I'm thinking like maybe I wonder, I wonder, Reach if they, out. I wonder if, oh, I mean, whatever the food was really good. I'm not denying that, but I wonder if for something with them, would they 
have updated people on Instagram new man they probably would have promoted that like crazy right mm-hmm. they I, did I, and they did a whole rebrand which I think is really they cool did? yep oh, um it's every, such a nice restaurant yeah and every location except for the one you went to has now been redesigned into a more upscale experience I mean that that what's that road it's on Campbell, Campbell? Uh, Crawford Crawford like it's beautiful like yeah it's got it the is. patio that one will change soon but Anyways, a little off topic. Yeah, I know you probably have food on your mind. Yeah, because, I'm hungry. Um, you haven't exactly had dinner. Um, but kind of in in wrapping up this episode, um, I really wanted to bring you on to just jam and allow my listeners to, again, get to know me a little bit more um, in terms of the Visionary Method Summer School launching. I'm just really excited about it. And you've been so supportive of me as I've gone mm-hmm. through um, a little bit of a, I don't want to say rebranding necessarily, but I, I wanted it. to put a fun spin on summer it. school, right? That's why I went with the ice cream cone in the logo. And I want to show my students and my clients that you can have fun with your business. This, your business should not be a miserable endeavor that you slave over that brings you no joy, right? If you don't I like have, it, change it. It's your business. If you don't right? like it, change it. And I want to be an example to people who have been thinking about joining my program that you absolutely can turn your knowledge into some sort of program, mastermind, online course, ebook, webinar. We live in a self-taught day and age. People are self-teaching everything and they want to learn from those who have gone before Mm -hmm. them, right? So in your case, because you've figured out your drone, you may have someone reach out to you in a few months time that says, Hey, I just bought that same drone. Will you teach me how to use it so that they can accelerate their knowledge instead of spending the next six months trying to fiddle around with every button. So man, and beyond, beyond just learning about how to use a thing, which to me came kind of naturally, but humble brag, but, um, (laughs) so smart. No, but you, you saw how much time I spent studying, the flight restrictions and, mm-hmm. and legalities before a lot of time i spent months studying for an exam and learning about and what, you know what you have an aircraft someone could probably pay you a few hundred bucks and get all of that knowledge mm-hmm. downloaded in one hour i got 85 percent on the basic exam test there you go not a big deal a little bit of a break <laughs> <laughs> we should go out and celebrate <laughs> um but the truth is why do why does anybody buy a course these days It's to accelerate the time that it's going to take them Mm. to learn the thing. You always, you always talk about it. Like I've, I've gathered almost all my information from YouTube and there was one guy on YouTube that has a course and I reached out to him and they actually never got back to me, which was insane because I wanted to buy their course package because they had every single thing that I was interested in. They were offering in like a, however much Mm -hmm. it costs. I was like, I'm going to do this. This is what I need. And I said, I never ended up going with it, but like I've spent almost eight months getting information that probably could have been condensed into one course, but I've sourced it from my, sure it was free because I've sourced it throughout YouTube, but it took me, it's, it's taken me so long and I don't have a course package. So whenever I want to find something, I have to go back to that YouTube channel and find it. It's like, it's great that I was able to self-teach myself. But I'm 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 constantly gapping on things and I don't have a resource to go back to to refer to. And that's been the biggest challenge for me 
and I still think I'm I'm still thinking I'm gonna reach back out to this these guys. I just asked for more information on the course and they didn't get back to me. But I would like to get, reach out to them because I think it's perfect for me. And I need like this is just specifically to making beautiful drone footage. It's like it's not it has Absolutely. nothing to do with. But I'm like if I could couple that with you know the visionary method, it's like that to me would be like, okay. Now you've got your ability to create good content with your drone and market it and make money off it they don't mm-hmm. they don't do the marketing side which is fine but i'm like that to me would have been a better decision instead of not wasting eight months i learned a lot but it, it was i don't know if it was the best route to go mm-hmm. well uh, when you're ready to dive into the program i will give you a slight discount mm-hmm. thank you <laughs> Or you can just steal my computer in the middle of the night and take all the files. But for anyone listening who is curious uh, to learn more, you can just head to my website, KelseyRidal.com, and you'll see a tab called the Visionary Method along the header. But really, we're going through six modules together from from August, June 17th until September 10th. We are going to be in a small class together. I am only accepting a maximum of six people into summer school because I want to work with you guys directly. I don't want it to be something that's overwhelming for any of us. I want to have a core group of six students who I'm there for. I'm available 24-7. I'm going to nurture this group with everything that I have this summer. So if you're looking to potentially take your idea and launch it into an income stream or a business, I'm going to show you how to write your business plan, how to be a visionary business owner, i.e. accountability to yourself, basic business skills, organization. I'm going to show you how to market your business through email, social media, and put together a website and social media strategy and how to make sales. What the hell is a sales funnel? Um, It intimidates people, but I want to break it down and reduce the complexity in it and just show you that we are all in relationship businesses. You need to nurture relationships before people will buy from you. And it's such a cool program. I want you to reach out if you are curious to become uh, one of my visionary students because I don't want you to miss it. And we start June 17th. Yeah, awesome. And I think I'll pump your tires a little bit here. Um, I've always been, I think, your harshest critic. I've always told you when I don't think something is good or a graphic is bad or I don't like this or this could be better. And I'm proud of you. This this uh, summer school thing you've got, I think, is awesome. I'm I'm excited for you. So so fun. Well, let's go get some ice cream because that's the whole branding. So. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Till next right. time. Thanks, Dave. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Visionary Life. Did you learn something new or are you inspired to take action on a new project? If so, please get in touch with me on Instagram at Kelsey Rydell or in our secret Facebook community. Just search Visionary Life by Kelsey Rydell on Facebook. Please rate and review this podcast on iTunes. It helps us share the stories of visionary entrepreneurs with more and more people. If you're interested in working with me, just head to KelseyRydell.com. And if you've been thinking about joining my 90-day business coaching program, please reach out and book a free 15 minute call and I'd love to chat with you.